Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome, everybody, to my independence report for a Tuesday, probably my favorite day of the week, because uh, in the last hour, we got to talk to Coriel Kramer, and she's super excited about what she's doing. And this young lady is super excited about what she's doing as well, because she's and Coriel works with animals more so, and Dana works with the human animal and predominantly for the moment working with predominantly women which is um a a really good and needed thing for everybody dana how are you good good doing amazing today you know good well you you, you look amazing you look Thanks. amazing every day and Thanks. you're you're doing really you're doing some extraordinary work tell us what you're doing because time is running out time is of the essence you gotta it hurry is. folks it's coming right up so it's so right tell us what you're doing so i have launched a group coaching course for women called reclaim you and it is all about the path to truly embodying empowerment um, and and really gaining the freedom of mind so that we can take full advantage of of all of the freedoms that we have basically our world has opened up to us as women that we can own bank accounts uh, sign for homes have any job be lawyers doctors olympic gold medalists um, it has really opened up in so many ways for us and there are so many women that have gone before us paving that trail um, and, but what I've noticed is, and I've coached women all over the world. There's this theme happening that women don't have the freedom of mind or belief in themselves in order to really achieve or accomplish the things that their heart is just calling for. You know, there's all those self doubts. Um, am I really capable of that? Am I really worthy of that? And a lot of times those things are running and we don't even know, we're not even aware, um, you know, What's, what's interesting is we have all, all these actions that we're taking in our life that create our outcomes. We focus on that so often. If we want something, we have to do something. But what precedes any action is a thought paired with an emotion. And if you're not aware, um, really what's driving the show is your emotions and your thoughts. And those, you know, the majority of the time, especially when, when you're not really consciously aware of it, they're old programs and ideas, things we've been taught. Um, things, things from our childhood, things from generations and cultural uh, programming. And so to really free yourself from those things so that you can fully align with that, that which you came here to do, that's what um, the foundation of that is what Reclaim You is about. So. so tell me, why do women want to step out and, and be more than what they what their their inherent roles used to be i mean what's the matter with being a homemaker and 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 uh having raising the kids and doing all that why why do you want to change uh women's uh roles and and make them different i'm by the way i'm being facetious here i know i, I know you are kevin but somebody's out it. there somebody's out there saying that and absolutely 
And, and really what it comes down to is there's nothing wrong with that role. There's nothing wrong if, if somebody genuinely wants to choose into that role and that is the greatest fulfillment of the measure of their creation, which so many, I especially here in Utah, that's a very common thing that a lot of women feel that. It's when we default to that because of what we've been taught, trained and educated by our parents and their parents and religion and culture and society. And it's not real choice when um, you choose in by default. And what I mean by that is I really think in, in every aspect, the things we choose into, uh, we really have to, we really deserve to ask ourselves, um, what if I didn't do that? What if I wasn't um, barefoot and pregnant and the woman that took care of the house? And um, what if I wasn't that typical woman? What would it mean about me as a woman? What are my greatest fears if I completely let that role go um, out of my, I have to. And because it's it's the attachment to it that keeps us with a lack of true agency and choice, keeps us really boxed. And so... Um, what it does is it says all women have to be this way. You have to show up in this way in order to be a good woman. And, and those things are very limiting. And really, if we can step into this space of, okay, working through those judgments we'd have of ourselves, if we let that go, then we can step into real choice and more balance. Because I do believe, even for me, motherhood, motherhood is an, is one piece of the pie of one of the roles that I play. It's not who I am. It's a role that I choose to play. And I choose to play it on purpose the way that I do right now um, by conscious choice. And so um, I also know that there's these other parts of me that are really important and just my whole soul is calling to fulfill um, that, that I've opened up to and chosen into because I've let go of those old ideas and cultural programming. So, you know, it seems to me that, uh, because sometimes we are not as speaking about men are not the brightest, uh, 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 uh tools in the box <laughs> or, and, and the are the sharpest tools in the box. And we we get used to a certain style of living, but those, that style is dying or is actually for the younger generations is dead because you can no longer i was looking looking at real estate just the other day and, mm -hmm. and you can no longer pay for a mortgage and have the wife stay at home she's got to work uh, you've got you almost have to have a two income household now does that mean that she works and takes care of the kids and cooks dinner and cleans the house and you get to sit on the couch after you get done working and watch TV and uh, have a beverage. And no, it's got to change for everybody. And that can be scary for some men. Oh, that can be extremely scary for some men. We're calling men to step up and to to really choose into um, to bringing more to the table than what was done before. And that can be scary. You know, one of the greatest shadows for a man is I'm weak and I'm not enough for my partner, for a woman, for, you know, whoever you choose to be with that. Those are very common shadows or um, fears of men when you really break it down to its root. And so 
what I want to say to this that I believe is really important that that women can fall into is we can often point our finger at men need to change this and, and men have to change this and they're showing up this way and no more. And we really deserve to take back our power and say, how did I participate in creating this? How did I, how did I, what role did I play in creating this reality of I do everything. I, I work, I take care of the kids, I cook, I clean, I, I do everything. And, and my husband plays this role, uh, which is, is kind of an older paradigm of go to work, come home and, and relax and those kinds of things. And there's everywhere in between, you know, not every man is that way. And there's lots of incredible men who are really stepping up out there. So I, I, I want to give credit there. But as a woman, you know, we we cannot waste our time pointing fingers saying they need to change because then you're placing your power in someone else's hands. We we really deserve to do the healing within us. And a lot of women that I've worked with, you know, at its root, uh, there's a lot of I don't matter. My feelings don't matter. Um, there's a lot of I don't deserve it. Um, you know, there's a lot of cultural programming of that was a woman's place way back when. And that is how, you know, you earned your place in a family while the husband made the money. And it's a way of earning worthiness of earning uh, your place and role. And we deserve to let go of the old paradigm of paradigm of earning and step into our rightful place of deserving and worthiness just as is. So, you know, <laughs> One of the one of the most interesting things to me is that there are that uh, in that old paradigm, there are there are people that would say, okay, she goes to work, gets up, gets the kids ready for school, then she goes to work, then she comes home, she cooks dinner for the kids and for the husband, she cleans up the dinner and gets it all done. Her day begins at six or seven in the morning doesn't end till seven or eight at night or nine o'clock at night when the kids go to bed. And oh, by the way, the now husband is regenerated and he wants some private <laughs> personal uh, time and attention. And it's, and uh, it becomes not, it becomes just one more chore to right. do that because, because you are so damn tired by the end of the day, you can't see yeah. straight. And then you got this guy coming at you saying, Hey baby, come hey, here. I want some. Yeah. I want some of your energy. Give me some of that. Yeah. So, so my advice to guys is chip, chip in, do yeah. your part, um, then relax together and have a good time. Yeah. I, I think regular conversations about how you can support each other, regular conversations about what you could use as support and, and feeding of your bucket, not only in a family dynamic, but personally, those are healthy conversations. And at the end of the day, you, whoever you is, the, the man or the woman, you get to stay in your power with it. You know, um, because it's two, it's two sides. You get to first know your needs, know what you desire and support and help. And, and second, communicate it. Um, and then also be willing to support the other, be willing to step up and, and to learn new skills in supporting the other person. And really at its most basic root, you're responsible for your buckets. You're responsible to be filled. You know, I remember in my own previous marriage having so many of these conversations. 
so many um, regular conversations about, hey, here's what I could use in support. And um, here's what I could use in, in connection with you. And then what do you need? And uh, there was a lot. The response often was, I don't know what I need. I don't know. And, and I really, at this point, to me, I don't know is an unacceptable answer. It doesn't get to be a part of it's like, then, then give me, give me a possibility and let's try it out and see. And that's where I'm at is like, you get to learn how to speak up for what you want. And if you don't know, let's try some things out and see. Um, and then vice versa, you know, at the end of the day, that what would happen after these conversations for me. And I think this is really important because it's important to stay in our power that somebody else's ability to feed us or not. It, to me, if you, it's, it's a double-edged sword a bit because you can be in that place where it's like, you have to do this in order for me to be filled. But that too is rendering you powerless to their energy and what they need. And so finding creative ways, I, I was able to find really creative ways when I was feeling so empty and so alone um, in, in my marriage, feeling unseen. I, I actually started writing letters to God and um, every day. And I asked from the divine to fill me up with love to fill me up with those things that I was feeling were missing or were empty as I mourned this loss. And, and as I mourned this, this is the reality of where my marriage is at. And it was beautiful. I mean, as I opened up the ability to receive that love, I felt it in the trees. I felt it in the birds. I felt it, you know, some days I'd be like, Hey, Hey God, today, you know, through people, I would love to, to feel your love today. And, and, you know, I'd get compliments and I'd be like, I know that was you. Thank you. I love you. I receive it. Oh, that felt so good. Thank you. Thank you. And it was a beautiful place of empowerment for me, no longer relying on one individual to show up a certain way so that I could be filled, but I was communicating, which is empowering and important, but not relying on that source. I, I got to get creative with how I was filled. And now my approach to relationships is so different. It's, it's, Hey, here's what I'm feeling for me today. I could use to be filled. Do you have, do you have some extra that you want to give and contribute here uh, in this relationship? And if you're empty, I can go, I have some girlfriends here. I have this op that option. I can paint. I can do these different things to fill up. And um, then I leave it at that. And it is what it is. So it's it's been a really good experience. Absolutely. Well, I got I to gotta ask you because uh, this is, and this has happened in my own personal life, which is um, my wife came from a family that um, did not believe in conflict. So they didn't have any meaningful discussions <laughs> or if they did, they'd go to bed and then would they wake up and nobody would ever talk about it again. Whew. It's a lot of baggage over the years. And it is, lot, is indeed that, that rug's a mile high sweeping it, stuff under it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And she, so therefore she carried that forward to our marriage. Yeah. And so it was then became inappropriate 
to talk about anything more than, gee whiz, how was your day? How was work? What's for dinner? Rather than talking about, let's delve into uh, some deep-seated, and I'm sure that that's, we weren't the only ones that had that problem. How do you... Right. How do you coach women to open up and to and to ask for what they want, ask for what they need, and to not accept I don't know as an answer? Right. It's it's a really interesting balance. And and I do think in a relationship dynamic, it, it does take two people to contribute and to be a part. And um, you want that. Um, at least I, I want that. Uh, so it's, this is actually, I feel like this is a really complex, uh, situation because, um, you have your own wounds, um, in any relationship, if, if the person is showing up in a certain way and it triggers you, you get to look within and you get to start looking, okay, what are my wounds? Did I have a father from childhood that, that didn't open up and talk with me or connect with me that, that needs to be healed. And so my husband's showing up this way to show me and mirror to me those wounds. What are the things I need to do? Um, maybe you, you lived in, maybe you grew up in a family with 14 kids and your voice didn't matter. Your needs didn't matter. And you're living that out. And, and that person is playing a role to mirror those things to you. So that's one of the first areas that I would go is okay, what are your wounds? Where where is it coming from? And and then what are you learning? And then what can you do to step into your power? And in this dynamic, uh, one thing I really love to teach women is first to be aware of their emotions, to be aware of, of where you're at and to take full responsibility and accountability for your own experience and emotions. A lot, what I'm noticing is a lot of men and women who've been blamed, uh, they've had a lot of blame um, or control where it's like, oh, you've triggered me and you need to change. If they have a lot of baggage from that in their life, this is where we get the term, the the bitchy wife, right? Um, <laughs> Gee, you haven't bitchy, heard that before. Yeah, the bitchy wife is is really a lack of accountability an understanding of one's own emotions and where they're coming from. And then a lack of understanding of how to speak up and ask for your needs in love and with full responsibility and accountability. So um, the dynamic there then would be as you're having that conversation and asking for your needs, you're checking in, where are you at? Are you feeling like you don't matter? Are you feeling like you're not worthy of that as you're asking for it? that will make a difference with the askings, your heart's not aligned with your askings. And so getting in that place where your heart's aligned is powerful. And then when you're asking and you're aligned, knowing you're worthy and deserving and, and you matter and you deserve to ask for that, then comes, you know, the man or the partner that then gets to choose in or not. And, and it gets complex there. Um, because some choose in and some don't, and there's nothing we can really do besides just our own inner work. Um, we can't control another person. We can speak up and ask and do our inner work. And to me, that's where timeframes really become a big deal. Uh, because I, 16 years of these kinds of interactions was, I think a little too long for me personally. 
if I would have known how to check in and known um, what I needed and, and, you know, a little more clearly what I needed and um, given myself permission to say, you know what, this relationship is no longer serving me. Um, if I would have been able to give myself the freedom to say that a little bit earlier, I think I probably would have. So. Absolutely. Well, you know, know. go ahead. Does that answer the question? Well, yeah, but, uh, and actually what it did is it, is it triggered for me. Um, and I'd forgotten about this part, um, that my dad, my dad worked a lot and he, uh, was a great provider and he, but he worked a lot, a lot. So when he was home, he didn't want to deal with the kids. So the yeah. two most, most common interactions I had with my father when I was a kid was don't talk back young man mm-hmm. and go to your room yeah. um, because he wanted peace. He wanted right. quiet and I wanted right. to know why. And right. so, so, <laughs> so what happened to me was as he would say, don't talk back young man and go to your room. Um, I would go in there and say, when I grow up, I'm never going to be in a situation where I don't talk it out with my kids, with my wife, whatever. And oh, because yeah. as you know, I'm a bit of a communicator anyway. Um, yeah. so I like, I like to talk the, about stuff and to figure out the dynamics. And unfortunately I married somebody that was very, very content to not talk about, don't bring that up. We don't yeah. want, I don't want to have an argument. Don't bring that up. We don't need to talk about that. Nope. That's uncomfortable. I don't want to be uncomfortable. Exactly. And so and- consequently, yeah, that's how it worked. Yeah. And the most fascinating part about it, Kevin, is is everything that grows and is beautiful has uncomfortable uh, moments and, and, and aspects. You know, it's like the butterfly in the cocoon, you know, turning into goo. That's probably really uncomfortable. Turning into goo and then restructuring and then having to break out of the cocoon. That's that there's a level of discomfort. The seed that's in complete darkness and has to break out to grow, you know, all of those things, you know, if you really look at it too, and this has been my personal experience, when I have relationships that go through challenges. And we have this commitment, this commitment to see it through, to return to love until we see it through and to talk it out all along the way. Um, it, it is incredible the, the depth, the roots that, that come into that relationship yes. when you're willing to do that. And that, that's one of the things that I love about coaching is it puts people in that place of power to understand why they're showing up the way that they do their past hurts, how to heal from them, and then how to communicate with love and kindness, but empowered at the same time. And that, that is soul fulfilling, soul fulfilling. I mean, when I, when I coach couples that are both on board, it is some of the most, like my most favorite sessions uh, are when two come together and they're like, yes, I take full accountability and responsibility. We're going to communicate like this. Let's move forward. And they just thrive because they know how to address conflict by taking full responsibility and accountability and speaking up in loving kindness. It's powerful. And sometimes you just need somebody from the outside 
to, oh. to, to look at your relationship and then to call a spade a spade. Uh, yes. My my youngest son and his wife they were having a very rocky time. And I would con continually say, you guys need counseling. You yeah. need to go talk to somebody. Well, the last time I talked to him was three weeks ago now. He yeah. was like, I said, something's different. Something's different between with you and and Nikki. What's what's going on? Mm -hmm. And he said, "Well, we're seeing we're seeing a counselor, right? Finally, bit the bullet, and we're going to see a counselor. And it's giving us insights, and and actually was giving him insights into his own behavior that he didn't see. Right, right. And this is the power of coaching. This is the power of having somebody outside looking in as sometimes we're just so in our stories and so in our stuff that it's hard to even see. It's hard to even, you know, take an outside fresh perspective because we've been in it for so long and this is what we're used to and we don't know how to see otherwise. And so it, there's so much power in having somebody outside looking in. And it's, it's why I still have a coach that I pay every single month. That's helping me expand and grow to my next level. I just, I wholeheartedly believe that we all deserve that in our life. And, and we can go through phases, you know, you don't always have to be on it. Uh, but, but really to consistently move the, the universe will give you opportunities or challenges that will will put you in a space where you're going to need someone like that. I believe every person will go through the dark night of the soul that that space where they they really there's a struggle happening whether with with life, with work circumstances, relationships. That's we're here to grow and expand. We're not here to stay same. We're not here to 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 have you know the our all of our life to be just this this storybook. You know, I think movies when it comes to relationships, movies have set us up for really <laughs> poor expectations about relationships. They, relationships they... aren't a happily ever after all the time. That's not the reality. If we can go into relationship understanding, I'm going to get triggered. I'm, I'm going to be pushed in to my limits. I'm going to be, this person in my life is going to know more about me than any other person, uh, hopefully on the planet. And they're going to mirror to me my wounds. If we went into relationships knowing that and empowered with tools of what to do about it, can you imagine how different our world would be? Be so different you know, we're born into this world with this, this innate desire to connect, to connect with people. And so to me, this is, we're, we're born with that need, with that desire. So this is one of the most important areas that we could be really learning and empowering ourselves in. Can I tell you something? You and I have been working together doing these uh, shows for I don't know, five or six months now. And, and, uh, um, you are blossoming like, like a, a, a rose. You, you, the energy that you are exuding now is so positive and is so, it, it, it is really stunning. And Thank I think you. that's the right word. It's really is stunning to see, uh, Thank the growth you. that, that you, and not that, not that you didn't have that always, but you are able to communicate it now and and put it in a way that is really understand that people can understand and your empathy 
and and caring for the other humans that you're working with is mm -hmm. so incredible um that that you you cry sometimes because of the needs that you feel that of other people need from and from you and 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 stuff but you you are you are dynamic and uh yeah. let's talk about uh, reclaim you again because that is coming up uh, it's when's it starting exactly uh next week september 2nd holy crap Thursday, september 2nd ah! you better hurry um, yes so I yes. did have a question for you. Now, if somebody if somebody uh, listens to this in a month or three yeah. weeks, do they yeah. have to wait till January for the next one, or they, can they come in a couple of weeks late? So it just depends on what they want. Everything will be recorded, and everyone will be getting the recording. So I would say, you know, three, four weeks in, we could definitely do some some catch up um, if that's something you want, and you can have all the recorded sessions. I think that would be absolutely acceptable. Um, and uh but january will be the next one and until then i mean one-on-one -on -one sessions but connect connect with me and that's what i'm here for and that's what i'm about let's get you started and get you headed in the right direction uh for what you want um, if you're seeing this and you feel drawn to and i this is one thing that i absolutely know that you will leave our time together uplifted and inspired and i i just everyone i come in contact with before um our before i even have a connection um before our meeting i set intentions that that, that is my greatest intention that they leave uplifted and, and edified and inspired and that's that's my intention and to give people information so that they can be empowered to choose for themselves I'm not here to obligate or to push anyone or to tell anyone what's best for them. I'm just here to inspire, to help people move forward, to offer tools and to invite with information. So. See, and I also believe that uh, since we are the captain of our own ship, that, that we can take information that you provide and, and exercises that you can recommend. But if you don't do the work, you don't get the results. Would I be yeah. incorrect? I, I absolutely, that's gonna, that's a part of the conversations we're going to be having, you know, from the get-go in this particular program is, listen, I'm here to be a vessel for tools, to mirror to you your greatness, to help you on your path, but I cannot do the work for you. And that's not something I, I, I am willing to do, nor is it something I'm capable of. You get to walk that journey. And I would love to be your greatest cheerleader. And I'd love to, to give pointers and point you in the right direction. And I know when someone sits in front of me, I mean, the inspiration that just flows through me for the individual is it's it is I love it. It's one of my favorite spaces because I can just feel and I really honed in on that muscle and I really developed that where where every individual it, I know is served so well and and it's very intuitive and personal to the person sitting in front of me. So this isn't just a regular like we have a standard one size fits all kind of a thing. No, this will be very much 
You'll get individual one-on-one -on -one sessions with me. Those are so individualized and I can't even predict what's going to happen fully in that session. Just, I just know I'm going to be an open vessel and I, I put my whole heart into it. So um, there's bonus events. We'll have three bonus events, which are Saturday events. I mean, incredible speakers coming together. I also am going to gather um, information from this group of what are the topics you want to learn about? What are the things that have come up in some of our sessions that you're interested in? And then I'm going to create uh, content around that and then bring in other speakers around that. So, and then I've left room in the course too to really cater to um, the individuals in it. So it's, there's a structure, which I think is important, but there's room for me to just really flow and allow intuition to come through for these women that are coming together. So yeah, it's going to be incredible. You know, and the cool thing is, is that we tend to think that when we have a problem or things are not going well, that we're all by ourselves and that nobody else has the same problem that we do and i'm here to tell you that in the human existence everybody has the same issues uh mm -hmm. and, and so you're not alone and with with the group of women that will be assembling uh to get together and you can hear the other stories from the other gals about what it's like um it it can be an uplifting thing and you can find out that you know you're not alone and i i firmly believe that you that some of these women are going to become friends for life I agree. Uh, it's, it, it is one thing that I can really just feel so emotional about is the community. I am so passionate about community. I think just in our nature as women, I mean, women flock to the bathroom together and we, we have girls nights and yeah, what's and, that, what's that all about? Would you, and well, please, we, we go in groups to everything. We, we have things to talk about. Do you know what and, would happen if, we, if I was out to dinner with with uh, like a, a couple, three couples, and I said to one of the guys, hey, let's go to hey, the men's room. Go to the um, men's room. <laughs> could you imagine what we... <laughs> Everyone be like, what? I thought women do that. It, that would actually be really funny. I'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't be funny. It would be it would be like, well, so what do you want to go to do in there? Wait, you... what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, well, it's, see, you guys use that opportunity to talk to about talk. about stuff about the your relationships Everything. and yes. Yeah. And and it's one of the reasons why statistically women live longer if they should lose a spouse is because we have each other outside of that dynamic that that keeps us lively and keeps us feeling like we have purpose. And so also I think more than ever our world is calling for us to come together as women and women and support each other, support each other in our healing and our goals and our aspirations. No more competition. That's old. That's, that is way old school. We don't need that anymore. We're, we're not, we're not performing for our livelihood of a male picking us who's wealthy. And then, so we have a good life. You know, we're, we're not doing that anymore. It's not part of us, but it's in our DNA. It's, it's part of why there's so much competition between women. It's a time now of collaboration. It's a time now of supporting women, supporting each other, cheering each other on, being happy for our successes and holding space for our failures and holding space for our emotions in those, those moments. So yeah, this group of women in particular is just, it's incredible. 
the community for sure, this this particular group, I do feel that they were creating lifelong friends and it'll be something that, that will be magical. And that's my full intention. It would, it would be nice if, if we could, if guys could actually have that kind of relationship with each other, but we don't, we're always about competition and, and stuff like that, about who's got the biggest car, the biggest, you know, house, who's got the prettiest wife. And on the, on the other side, it's the, on the women's side, it's like they, they're picking a horse, which horse can I ride? That's going to be <sighs> the most, uh, um, most of what I need in life. Right. Right. So it's, right. it's, a, it's a really weird dynamic. That we I know. Have. And we're shifting, we're shifting out of those things. And as women, we can be the trailblazers as we heal, as we work through our, our old programming that we've been carrying because we participated in that dynamic. We participated in men thinking that, that I I'm a trophy wife. And then that means something about me as a woman. If I'm a trophy wife, then, then that means that I'm good enough as a woman. You know, it's, it's like, we need to stop participating in that way. No, my body and how I show up and, and my personality and blah, 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 the list can go on and on means nothing about your worth as a man. Nothing. It means nothing about, uh, how good you are as a man. You don't earn this. That's not what it's about anymore. No, you claim your own worthiness as a man. And then you're matched with a woman vibrationally. You're matched with a woman who believes in her worthiness. And that is a healthy relationship. That is a beautiful space to be entering into relationship. Why are so many men scared of that? It's because the at, at the root we're talking about emotional things and men have so many cultural things around emotions that they get to work through um and to, they they have a hard time even understanding emotions because they reject that part of themselves and and emotion is weakness but if they can embrace the emotional part of themselves become aware of their emotions and how they're driving and and let go of those old things. It's it's a humility saying, you know what, this this part of me, this emotional part of me deserves to be seen and heard. And what's beautiful, just in the last, I would say three to five years, I've actually coached many men who are willing and are addressing that, who are willing to say, Oh yeah, these are my emotions on that. And and to be vulnerable and real with it. With me as a coach, as a woman, it's been, I mean, it's to me, we deserve as women, when a man opens up and shares emotionally, shares his heart, ooh, that deserves to be respected. That deserves to be sacred. That deserves to be applauded as brave and courageous. It really does. By uh, all of us women, we deserve to mirror that to them. We deserve to say that's strong. That is strong as a man for you to embrace all those parts of you. Because you have parts of you that are strong and fiery and, and the masculine. But you also have these other parts of you you deserve to embrace too. And it starts with us as women believing that our emotions are strong. That in it, when we're emotional, we allow ourselves to feel. When another woman feels, we applaud her for her courage and bravery to feel fully those things. 
in in the time and place that that's beautiful and safe and appropriate you know there there are beautiful things and and what's the word there are beautiful agreements we deserve to make with ourselves about our emotions because those are really intimate parts of ourselves you know i don't just go sharing and blabbing everything on everyone i don't believe that that's the most healthy way but there's a healthy way to go about it so um it starts with us starts with us you know, what's really interesting about that is that the dynamic of relationships between men and women, especially in the courting phase and that kind of, kind of thing, is like we perceive that a woman wants their man to be strong, vibrant, uh, rich, and uh, but mostly um, emotionally unavailable. Um, right. Because that's how we, we're so strong that we don't need emotions. We're tough. We can do anything we want yeah. and stuff. And but yeah. what? But the truth is, what women want is a partner that can be emotional with them as well. I would think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is why most most women will put that in the words. I want want a man that's kind, that will connect, that is a good communicator. All of those things. You know, I hear that those are on. Oh, I would say 98% of, of every woman that I've talked to about her list of what she wants, that's on there. And those are all synonyms of a man who's connected and can, can communicate with those things. And, and they're just mirroring to us, a man who's emotionally unavailable, just mirroring to us our own wounds about emotions that we carry as women. Really, that's, that's my belief. And, and is they're mirroring to us and showing us that we don't accept those parts of ourselves all the time. And, and I've been studying this for 12 years and I even have a hard time sometimes when emotions come up and, and I am triggered in a moment and somebody can see it all. And, and I don't feel ready to be sharing all, you know, I, I'm in a relationship with somebody that I don't even have to say a thing and he can feel it and he knows, and he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I don't want you to see it yet. I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have things that I'm working on, you know, from, from my own wounds there. And I'm not perfect, but I'm very aware. I'm very aware of, okay, I know what's going on here and I know why, and it's okay. I'm working, I'm working towards and working on it. And, and two, that's why you've seen me blossom because I've been working, working at all of this, Kevin, it's been beautiful. Well, I imagine it's a little irritating when you, because you, you're very expressive. You have very. a very expressive face and, and, and you can see into your soul through your eyes. Yes. And, and when somebody looks at you it's, and says, what's going on in there? You're like, like Damn it, I don't, I want to hide this for now. I, I don't want to right now. And, but I do, but I don't, but I do that. That's what goes on inside me. Cause it's, it's, it's actually, especially male when, when males, because I have wounds from childhood, um, that I'm still continuing to heal. Um, when males see it, it's really hard. And when females that don't respect emotions see it, it's hard too. That's actually, it's, it's worse because there's some harsh judgments, um, because they're carrying their own judgments about emotions. So, um, and I came like, I came highly emotional and you know what, one of the most brilliant things that, that Brene Brown ever said that was freeing for me. And she said, she's said so many great things. And if you don't know her, look her up, B R E N E Brown, um, Brene Brown, 
She's a vulnerability researcher and she studies emotions and vulnerability and connection. And she said, you cannot selectively numb emotions. You cannot. No. And what that means is, you know, everyone talks to me and they're like, you're such a passionate person and I love that and I want to be that. And I say, well, then you get to be willing to experience deep guilt and shame and, and unworthiness. You get to be willing to experience those things, not get lost in the story of it, but experience those human emotions and not numb those, those painful negative emotions. When you embrace those, when, when I started giving myself permission to feel those, my passion went through the roof. I mean, I was born pretty passionate and, and pretty lively. Um, and embracing all the spectrum of emotions and saying, you know what, I deserve to give myself permission to feel all emotions, what I do with it and where I do that matters. And that's where I created some, some uh, agreements with myself of what that looks like and with whom I deserve to share those things with. And so, um, yeah. See, that takes, that takes quite a little work all by itself. Just oh. to even recognize that. Incredible time and mental effort has been put into understanding how I feel and why. And um, and then my my whole agreements of where I, I express that emotion, where it comes out, and with whom I share. That's been trial and error <laughs> over the years. <laughs> And it's been beautiful. And it, it is one of the things that's going to be in the group coaching that I, I will dive deep into because women are emotional. It is a feminine thing, emotions. Men are emotional too. But as women, we deserve to embrace those parts of us. And we deserve to make agreements with ourselves with who deserves to, to be in that space with us. And we deserve to make agreements with ourselves of where we're willing to. And, um, you know, sometimes things will pop up and I've learned how to shelf things in my mind. And, and all of those things take great practice. And that's why I've created this course because I, I want to create a space for women to practice these things, to really strengthen these muscles. Just like if you want to get strong in the gym, you have to go and you have to lift weights and practice and, and do those things. Same thing with emotional intelligence and emotional practice. You get to practice these things regularly and to be aware regularly to gain these strengths. And it is worth it. It is so worth it. I mean, it has put me in such a place of self-empowerment. I can't even, I can't even begin to describe, like, this is where a lot of confidence comes from for me. Just, just the self-confidence and the ability to move through, especially as a highly emotional woman, I am so empowered knowing these things about myself, knowing myself, knowing my emotions, knowing how to move through them, taking responsibility and accountability that it, it, puts me in a space of thriving often and i love it i just you want know, to share it with everyone absolutely and you are you're doing them you're doing a darn fine job of it too if okay. you want to find out all about uh dana parker you can go look at some of our past episodes I, i'm not gonna we're not gonna run through your history today because it's not <laughs> necessary so you can go back and look at that but i will tell you that it is unique and it is difficult and it and you are um, your intestinal fortitude is to do what you've done 
has been nothing short of amazing. And it continues to evolve in a, in a way that you didn't even expect, because I know that a couple of weeks ago you had a great time with your mom and, and your in-laws and former in-laws and that kind of thing that, and you never expected that to come uh, full circle and it right. has. And so, right. you know, that's, that's just, that's just awesome, Dana. And uh, yeah. again, we're starting on September 2nd. Mm -hmm. Yep. And how do they get a hold of you, my friend? Innerworldmovement.com uh, is a great place to get a hold of me. Um, Kevin, also, I believe that flyer. Are you able to place the flyer or a link to that on on? Uh, it is actually on the. Uh, um, I believe it is on the um, um, YouTube channel, and it'll also okay. be here because your picture's on it, and the and the flyer is there. Is that what you're talking about? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. The flyer. So the flyer also has the website and my phone number too. So those are great ways to get a hold of me, especially because we're in we're in the final week. I'm solidifying the group this week, and so I'd love to hear from you. It would be such an honor to serve, to help, uplift, and to offer tools and the wisdom that I've learned along the way that has really supported me in stepping to my into my power as a woman. So. Now, speaking of which, now, are you going to have the opportunity to be, well, no, the 31st is next Tuesday. And so mm -hmm. you can, you can be here next Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Cause she, she can be here. And so if you want to talk to her, um, you can give us a, give us a, uh, um, um, a comment and, and, um, figure out what you can do and you can start it right away. So now's, yeah. now's a great time because you're going to be really busy in this, this next week and a half. Yeah, It's going to be beautiful. I'm thrilled. <laughs> and her name again is Dana Parker. Go to innerworldmovement.com. That'll give you all the information that you need. And um, you can then talk to her about joining the, the 12, 13, 14. It's, it's going to be a, a, a a moving number a little bit, but, uh, yeah. but it's not going to be, it's not going to be a class of 300. You get, no. you get personal opportunities to talk with Dana and the other ladies and, and yep. form permanent bonds. Yeah. It'll cool. be a very intimate, beautiful space. And, and no men are allowed in this one. I, I sense, um, but unless you have one or two, which might be an interesting conversation. It could, it could. For now, just women. <laughs> Anything you'd like to add before we go, Dana Parker? Um, I think a call to women and men uh, that now really is the time to look inward. Start getting lovingly curious and asking yourself questions, looking at your patterns, why you do what you do, and to really wake up and reclaim your power as an individual in your life, really reclaim your power to be a conscious creator of your life. And, you know, our world is really expanding into that in so many ways. And, and if you want support, it would be an honor to serve and to help. And I'd love it. And I receive it and I welcome it wholeheartedly. So if you're watching this, if you see this, please reach out and let's find a way to connect. There's so many ways to connect and to really learn and grow and expand. So 
um, step into that for yourself. If it's not me, look, be, be, set those intentions that you're going to find what's the next best step for you to expand and grow. That's what our world is calling for. That's why there's so much change happening is, is we have some inner things that we need to change and evolve and grow in. And it's really calling for us to do so. So step into it. So now if you're listening to this on either the uh, podcast or, or uh, YouTube, and you're wondering why you fell, uh, you came across this channel and you came across this episode, I can tell you why it's because it's, it is your, your soul, your higher self is calling you to do the work. And, uh, I can tell you that the Dana is, I can't think of a more, um, heartfelt and perfect person to do this because she she legitimately honestly cares a ton so much so we, we appreciate that and so go to inner world movement the innerworldmovement.com and find out more about her and stuff like that and also go to past podcasts or yeah. the youtube channel and and um review some of her information it truly is remarkable Dana, thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you for what you're doing for this platform. You know, I, I do have to give credit, Kevin. You have been instrumental in creating a space for me to just thrive. And with that, my gratitude is so great. It feels like that this is divinely orchestrated and something we even agreed to before we came here. And Thank you so much for choosing in and for pursuing your dreams so that it, it could inspire mine. I really appreciate it. If I can help somebody through you, I've done every, I've done everything that I can. That's my whole mission. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a matter, it's a matter of when we first started doing this, the energy was high, the emotions were, were real, and, and I felt a connection to you that was very, very strong, and, and you apparently did too. Don't know why, but you did. <laughs> and, no, that's, that's, not fair. that's not fair. I, I should be, you know, yes. it was a, it, it was, I believe it was divinely orchestrated, mm-hmm. and, uh, and for me to support you because through you, I can affect somebody else's life because that's what you're doing and that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. So Dana, thank you so much for, for being here. Thank you. Thank you for being my friend. (laughs) It is so special of of you to do that for me because it's cool. I love it. (laughs) I really appreciate it. Hang out right there for a second. I got to do this and I'll be right back. Perfect. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.